What do you get when the audacious and the therapist collide? A crash course in unpolished therapy. Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca aren't afraid to spin out of control, tackling all the tough talk. Their weekly sesh meets at the corner of Audacity and Advice, where their wheels and yours get turned upside down. What's up, everyone? It's Rachel Silver Cohen from Unpolished Therapy. I'm here with my favorite sidekick, Dr. Boca. What's shaking, Megan? Hey, how are you? I'm so excited to be back. And guess what? Oh my gosh, this is our final podcast of 2020. There's so much in that statement that is amazing that 2020 is coming to an end. I wish I had the applause button because that would be so awesome right now because I don't think there's anybody who is wishing that 2020 lingered any longer. We're finishing our first season of a podcast, which was only birthed a couple of months ago. So I'm so grateful to you. We have come so far, Rachel. But let's celebrate the end of 2020 in the sesh. I mean, I, as a therapist, like to kind of revisit our journey together when I'm working with my patients and kind of assess where we've been and where we want to go. And I think that that would be a great thing to do as we come towards the end of what for many people was a very, very trying year. But I encourage us to try to find some positives in the experience because you know what? There were some if we really stop and think about it. So what do you think about that? 100. I'm totally down for that. To me, it reminds me a lot of a family tradition that we have here in this household. Very basic. It's highs and lows. Some people, I guess, call it thorns and roses or ups and downs. We call it highs and lows. We're pretty basic around here, but it works. It's consistent. We've been doing it for a really long time. And the irony of the highs and lows, and I will share this with you, is that was birthed from a dark period in our family life. We had something that happened in our world, family tragedy. And as a way to make sure that the family members were keeping the lines of communication open, there was this ritual created, highs and lows. Every night when you sat down at the dinner table, what was the best part of your day? What was the worst part of your day? Constantly keeping that communication going. And it has stuck. And maybe it does point to that sometimes really beautiful things come from something that's pretty shitty, i.e. in this case, 2020. <laughs> so the finality of 2020, while on a broad scope, we all would agree, let's just kick this year to the curb and hindsight, peace out. I don't need my glasses for that one. And let's move forward with the brightness and what's to come. But yeah, so let's do it. Let's break it down. Highs and lows, roses and thorns, ups and downs, kind of like, I don't know, this year sucked. But you know, other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how is the play? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, first of all, you know, I have to give a shout out to your family because going through tragedy, I'm so sorry you had to go through that tragedy, but I think your family did an amazing job realizing that we have to keep the lines of communication open through tragedy. So shout out, I'm hoping your family listens to this. So shout out to your family. If all families would do that, it would get us through tragedy and trauma a lot better. And you're right. Good things happen even in bad moments. And if we can stop and find them, what a gift that is. Okay, so let's start with the highs and lows. Like, where are we at? Well, we're kind of all over the map because we are unpolished. So we could go super serious and sensitive highs and lows. We can go silly and sassy. 
a high for me is that I love sweatpants and sweatshirts and pajamas more than I ever thought I would. I'm a girl who like loves to dress up and wears high heels all the time and likes to get my act together, aesthetically speaking. And I have completely embraced that my business casual, my business meeting, my fancy schmancy wear, it's literally cotton sweatpants, sweatshirts, no bra, as we mentioned, you know, way back when from episode one. And and I'm digging it. I think that that is fabulous. My heels will still be there. My fancy clothes will still be there. And don't get me wrong, I miss it. And it'll be fun when that time comes again. But I've embraced the high of not having to do anything other than kind of roll out of bed and throw on a yummy pair of sweatpants. So welcome to the dark side. This is my everyday for years and years because I hate getting dressed up. So welcome. I'm so glad you could share that high in this year. And it does look great on you. So everything does. Totally. I think in all the months that we've been working together, honestly, have you seen me in anything other than no makeup? My hair is just a disaster. I'm in oversized sweatpants, a sweatshirt. That's pretty much all I can handle these days. Well, I will say that I saw you in pajamas one day. I was blessed. But yes, I mean, pretty much you were in sweatpants and pajamas anytime I saw you, never wearing a bra. And, (laughs) you know, look, go 2020, right? I think I said in one of the podcasts, I actually thanked the inventor of athleisure wear because truthfully, I've lived in it and it's the greatest thing ever. So, that is a great high. Shout out to Athleta Wear or whatever. What's the name of the company? Well, Athleta, but I wear Lulu and Athleta, but Athleisure Wear. Athleisure. That's a word. Yeah, that's a word now in 2020. It probably was for the last 10 years, but in 2020, it's definitely a word. So a high for me, let's see. Well, I think not just for me, I think for globally, people got Pelotons, right? There was like this huge demand on Pelotons. I got my second Peloton because I didn't like the first one and thought this time maybe I would like it. But the high here is that so many people lost weight through this. Okay. They got themselves in shape. They started working out. They started walking around the neighborhood. They, I mean, I didn't get the memo that we could lose weight, but other people clearly did. So, well, I'll tell you how unpolished I am because my high and my low, my second high and low here is that statement. This has been going on for so long that my low at one point was the fact that I was eating mozzarella sticks for breakfast and I was having pizza for snack and it had snowballed into such an eating fest. So that was a low. Then I realized, hold on, I have to reel it in. And now I need a high. And I did. I reeled it in. I did what I needed to do. I got back on track. I found that control piece again. And I turned that low (laughs) of just incessant eating like I was going to the electric chair into something positive. But probably one might say that, you know, back to my one or the other, all or none, that's probably something for the 2021 endeavor that we're going to still have to work on coming to the middle. To me, we can put that on the high column and on the low column. I did the reverse. I was great through the beginning. And like the last couple of weeks, we went off the rails. But it's the holidays and we all have to embrace it every once in a while. And if I didn't have such a love-hate relationship with my Peloton, I'd get on it and enjoy a ride. But that's for another podcast also. So let's see. 
I think that 2020 brought a lot of great things. And in all honesty, I do believe that there are some great things that came out of it. All kidding aside, I think that people had more access to mental health services than they ever have before because of telehealth, which is a gift because so many people suffered so strongly through COVID with depression, anxiety, with the schools being closed, there was more increase in abuse and substance use and suicide rates and economic hardships. So to have access is a wonderful thing. So I think that is a gift as well as opening up platforms of culture across the board that people could partake in music and theater and film festivals and comedy shows. Songwriters and singers were trying to maintain a living because they couldn't do concerts. So people had access to it. And my daughter can do jingle balls at a Jingle balls? Is that what it's called? Jingle balls? Jingle bells? Jingle balls? Whatever it is. I don't have to kill myself to get tickets for because it's online now or on TV. So mazel tov to me. I think that schools learn to pivot, which they struggled with at first, but they've come a very long way, at least where we live now. And so kudos to all the teachers and all the administrators and administration who stood up to that. I also think the big lesson here is that things are going to happen that are out of our control and we can't always depend on other people to fix it for us, that there are going to be things that we have to struggle through and that we all see that we got through it and we can get through it. And if that doesn't make us have, as you would say, a spring in our step, I don't know what does. So those were just some serious highs that kind of came out of 2020. Yeah, I think you're right. Another thing, a high for sure, that probably, again, was birthed from a low. And I think it's kind of cool, the juxtaposition that they kind of highs and lows. You can't have one without the other, right? Kind of- oh, wait, you mean there's a middle ground? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. I just had to point that out. I can't take my therapy hat off all the time. Wait, should we give some disclaimers now, Dr. Boca? I mean, no, you could just pay me. No, just kidding. The disclaimers would be better. Thank you. And you guys know the drill by now, right? Yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. It's not real therapy. If you want to talk to Dr. Boga, she really does have an office with a couch. But for today's purposes, we're just shooting the shit. And we're coming up with some great highs and lows from a really, really whacked out unpolished year if we've ever seen it. So there you go. But what I was going to say before you tried to kind of throw in a dig there... (laughs) (laughs) Um, my own therapy and the work I've been doing on myself is we all kind of have had no choice in this pandemic situation with this slow down mode, right? We've Mm -hmm. all been running on a cylinder. So people like us that are constantly moving and shaking and going and doing and trying to grow and trying to evolve and trying to create and blah, 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 blah. And sometimes we're just moving so fast that we're not taking a breath and we're, we're missing the moment. And by we, I guess I'll call myself out and say me because I'm a victim of that. And part of this COVID crisis and having to slow down and not really leaving the house and having to really take a beat is that it's left me no choice but to examine myself and my closest family around me and to take stock in that. And back to the point of, you know, those lows create highs. Sometimes I wonder if we are all so wrapped up in the rat race that we're not as appreciative as we should be. And for me, I hope that my loved ones know how appreciative I am of them. And no matter how busy I am or whatnot, that they really do come first. You know, sometimes people in my family will throw me a dig. Oh, I know you're so busy. Or, you know, why don't you call me when you have a minute? And I know there's a little dig there. And we are busy. We're all busy in our own way. But no one is too busy 
to stop what they're doing, tell someone that they love them, that they're appreciated, how grateful you are. If we've learned nothing, Mm -hmm. it's that we're upwards of 250,000. Maybe by now, we're probably close to 300,000, but we can't stop what we're doing and tell them how appreciative and grateful we are. And that is a high for me that we are still able to do that coming from a really low place mm-hmm. that so many people can't. Yeah, I think you said it so beautifully. We've learned to appreciate the moment. We've learned to appreciate the fact that sometimes we might not have chosen these circumstances, but in these circumstances, I've gotten to see what my kids do at school, which I never would have gotten to do. I actually get to see my husband again. I think I've mentioned that he used to travel and he does not anymore. So that's been great having him around. And I know for him, it's been great that he gets to spend so much time, not necessarily with me, but with the kids. I struggle sometimes because if I could take away the tragedy of 2020, the death rate, obviously, and the illness rate and the economic toll that it's taken, there has been a lot of good things that came out of this year. I mean, we started a podcast. I started another business. I can do telehealth if I want to. I read more than I've read in years. Well, we know I've binge watched on you know Netflix more than I probably care to tell. But some really great things that you can do. I did puzzles for God's sakes. Yeah, right? you mentioned that to me, and I kind of was like puzzles. Ugh. But yeah, you're right. And again, I think too that um, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. But everyone has a different way that they're laying their own eggs. And I know we talked about that too in a previous podcast. That they're small victories in little things day in and day out. And all of those small victories, before you know it, it turns into something that you've really championed. And for us, sure, one of the biggest highs is that we are creating and we're putting out into the universe a little bit of good. And the podcast is something I'm really proud of. And if we can make someone, one person out there, laugh or think or feel or have them feel inspired to do something a little bit different or a little bit better or make a little bit of change or just accept them for whomever they are in the very moment now. I feel like we've done our job and that's a huge high. Huge. So I'm a little bit more unpolished than you today. Go figure. But you're setting the bar at one. I'd like it to be millions. Is that possible? Like millions of people we want to touch and support and help them relate and laugh and all of that. Okay, if I have to go to just one, like, yeah, okay, I'll feel good about myself. But I really would, if I'm being honest, would like it to be a lot more than one. Okay, fine. Pot falling the kettle black. Five minutes ago, you just kind of scolded me because I don't know how to come to the middle. So I don't know. Maybe you are the more unpolished one. And I'm my bad habits are rubbing off on you. We definitely better throw out those disclaimers again. I don't want you in any kind of trouble. But yeah, listen, if we could get a handful to five handfuls to a whole bucket load of people who appreciate what we're doing, then um, then that's fantastic. But also to your point, it's something that's feeding our soul. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of my personal goals for no matter how good, bad or indifferent of a year it's been, and no matter how much, you know, who knows what the future holds, we can only hope that it'll get better and better. I have this expression, I always say, the better it gets, the better it gets, and the best is yet to come. And that's one of my mantras that I tell myself when basically I think my world is collapsing. (laughs) I have to completely reprogram my brain and I say it over and over. And sometimes it actually works and it sticks, but I've completely lost my train of thought. What was I saying? I don't know, but you have to have faith is what that message was. And, you know, you have to put out into the world, you wanted to grow. 
I think is where you are going with it. You want to grow in some capacity. Your 2021 has a mission is where you are going, but now you're still not coming back to the memory because I can see it on your face that you have no idea. You know what? It's a senior moment. It's okay. It's brain. And look, there you go. That's a low of 2020 that we've all kind of gotten a little fatigued and our memory is a little covid I mean, I have Zoom neck. All I do is see the wrinkles and Zoom. Like there are negatives to this and that's okay. What I would like to do, if you will indulge me, like I said, I take stock with my patients because I really think it's important not only to see the highs and the lows and see the good stuff that comes out of things, but to really look at, hey, I'm not a big resolutions person, just so you know, but I think it's important for us to kind of have some direction, I guess is the best way to say it, where we can say, hey, if it works, great, but and I would like to put my energy in this direction. I don't want to set anybody up for failure. I think that's a terrible way to go into any day, let alone a new year or a new year, let alone a day, but whichever way it goes. But I do think that we shouldn't go aimlessly into the night either, because then we're just going to look back at the end of 2020. 21 and say, hmm, we're exactly where we were in 2020. So if we can talk about some of those things, like what do you see would be like a direction that you might want to go? Well, first of all, I think that we all, and I don't want to be presumptuous to speak for every single person out in the universe, but I do think that the high of this year is that it was fairly low, that it makes the high of next year exponentially greater. And isn't that an amazing thing? I don't think that's setting us up for failure at all. I think that we all have such greatness to look forward to because so much is changing and evolving and how lucky we are now that we have gotten through a shitty year. There's a vaccine around the corner, if not even you know, right here now for certain people and eventually for the masses, that schools are reopening, people are getting back out there, that life and commerce and trade is starting to happen again. And I think we need to rally around that. And we do need to kind of say, 2020, you know what? It's been real. Peace. Thanks for playing. We've learned what we've learned but now we're moving on. And we take all those lessons and the tools and the way that we are pivoting, we're moving with the cheese, if you will. And let's just say goodbye to it. And graciously, because we do want to thank 2020, humbly, for the lessons we've learned for all of the bad. Because again, we cannot get to a place of goodness without all of the shit. That's for me, you ask, well, what are your goals or whatever? My goal is to remember this moment right now that we are blessed and we are grateful. And yeah, we are as unpolished as it gets. And I'm proud of that. And I own that. And I don't see myself polishing up anytime soon. No, please. That would ruin ruin the podcast. So please don't get too polished. We'd have to completely just start over and come up with a new name and it would be a mess. And we're not doing that. We're moving forward. We're not moving backwards. But we're going to embrace the unpolishedness. We're going to be totally jacked and excited for where we are. And we're going to feel, I think, empowered that whatever curveballs are thrown our way at this stage of the game, nothing could be as fast paced of a curveball of the COVID crisis that we got, you know, back in February or March that has completely stifled us. And here we are unstifled. So yay. Yeah. I feel like in many ways, it's a blank slate. The bar has been set so low, I guess, from COVID that we really can recreate what, not recreate as in 
repetition recreate, but create, I guess is the right word. Sorry, my English is not up to par right now, but we can create opportunity and we can create what it is that we want it to look like, which is so empowering. And I hope that people are listening to the podcast thinking, hey, what do I want to see on that blank slate going into the next year? And I'm going to put it there with the hopes that I can achieve it because right now you really can you really have an opportunity to. Well, you can, I can, we all can. And that's a really important message, not just for our generation, but all the generations. I was mm-hmm. listening to something the other day, a thought leader and an influencer in the business world. And what was said is so true that what we're going to see 10 years from now, 15 years from now, whatever these big companies become, you'll look back and it will be known that they were created from year 2020 because mm-hmm. there will be young kids out of high school or college that felt robbed of whatever their graduation was or their prom or whatever, but they had an idea. This sucks. How do I make it better? And because of technology these days and the way that these younger minds are working, they have been able to construct and craft in their mind. And then it's now been translated into these ideas that are turning into real projects and tangible events and businesses Mm -hmm. and companies. And we'll see it down the road and be able to look back and point to remember in 2020, right? And it's fantastic. It's incredible. And I think there's two messages there. One, it's that's a life lesson in and of itself, as you started the podcast with, out of tragedy can come some amazing things, right? You showed it in your family through these highs and lows, which just led to a whole podcast. But it is, these kids are really going to take over the world out of a hardship that came and they didn't let it stop them. And it's going to be amazing. I don't remember what the second thing was. There you go. That's my unpolishedness wearing off on you again. I love it. And it was good too. And this happens. Look, it happens when I am working too and I'm human. And maybe that's another high that we recognize that we are not perfect. We are all human beings. I laugh because every time I kind of want to say the phrase that I know you think I want to say that I can't stand, somehow it keeps coming back. And maybe that's like the theme of our first season that from that low, it's a high, but I'm going to let you say it because I still kind of cringe. But what am I going to say? We're doing the best we can. We're doing the best we can. Yeah, you don't like that. And it's because I called you out on that one. I know. I know. Again, we're all learning and growing and shaping and evolving and blah, 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 blah. I'm sure, you know, we've now said it ad nauseum, but a lot has been had, a lot, right? You know what? I would like to say something before we wrap this up in a little bit. I think we have to give just a few shout outs to some of the people who have helped get us here. I mean, we're not that big, but I think it is important out of gratitude at the end of all of this. We could not have gotten here. First of all, I couldn't have gotten here without you, Rachel. So I'm so grateful for the opportunity and the fact that you believed in my crazy and my vision of wanting to start a podcast and together through your creativity and your openness to say, yes, we've gotten here. So thank you to you and for bringing out the best in me. So I appreciate that. We have to give a shout out to Dwayne. I mean, Dwayne is our editor. And not only has he been an editor, who, by the way, we found online, right, who lives in the UK. So he may be getting a vaccine today. Who knows? I know. I was going to say, I wonder if he like got his vaccine. I don't know. We'll have to ask him, right, and report back. 
But, you know, without Dwayne, who is just incredible, he helped us not only edit and make us sound less unpolished, unpolished than we really are. But he also taught us a lot about the tech pieces. So each and every podcast, we were getting better and better. And we have to thank our social media person, Brooke. Brooke has been great getting us started and getting us onto all the platforms and helping us with our website. And really, we couldn't be here without Brooke. So thank you, Brooke. And I have to give a shout out to our listeners and the people who have supported us from the beginning and who are sharing with their friends and sharing us on social media and getting our numbers to double and triple every single week. I mean, this is where we are today, but at least for me, and I can't speak for Rachel, like I said, I have a path for where I'd like to be in a year from now, and I hope we can achieve it. And I won't think we failed if we didn't, but I'm really hopeful that we can go a lot further and we got to do this with our audience without you guys, we are nothing. So I just wanted to say thank you. And thank you to our families for putting up with us. This is very inconvenient to them as we're recording and telling them to be quiet. So we thank them. Rachel, anyone that you want to Well, it takes a village and you're all part of our tribe and we thank you. And this is probably, if we were like getting an award at the Oscars right now, this would be the part where the music would have come on and they're going to like kill the mic and they're like, all right, can you go now? Because you need to wrap it up. So we don't want to be long-winded. You guys have all been amazing. We thank you so much from the bottom of our unpolished hearts for hanging on board with us, letting us help you break down the wreckage, listening to us as we break down the wreckage. It's been a crazy ride 2020 for all of us, but we will catch you next year, 2021. We'll be at the corner of Audacity and Advice where our wheels and yours are going to get turned and spinned and crazed out of control upside down. We appreciate you all. Happy, healthy new year from Dr. Boga and myself, Rachel Silver-Cohen. This has been Unpolished Therapy and we're out. Great sesh, girls. Hey, everyone, like what you heard? Then don't miss out on what comes next. Subscribe now and please give the girls a five-star rating. Learn more at www.unpolishedtherapy.com. Find and like them on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We'll see you next week when Rachel Silvercone and Dr. Boca ditch the couch, grab the mic, and break down all the wreckage.